for sale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it sucks being pirated. <laughs> <laughs> Twiddle dee diddle fuck. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. <laughs> we are Swiss Army Scorpion. Now do it again without Tom laughing in it, because that was good. Twiddle dee diddle fuck. Now do it again without Joe laughing. <laughs> Sorry, I can't make it. <laughs> so you guys just got yourselves double whammy plunder nab. You took out Gordas Vard's ship. Right. Who right. had just captured a ship of his own. You now have... Basically, two ships lined up, including yours. You have a th- like three ships like lined up to each other. You have a captainless pirate crew on one ship, and you have merchant ship crew on the other. I gave you guys the plunder from oh, yeah. all that yeah. last last time, but yeah, yeah. give me the plunder. Nobody actually looted Gordisvard, probably because I forgot to say anything about it. So here's the loot from Gordisvard's body. You've got a masterwork armored coat. Ooh, a coat. Yeah, a hat. Good need so, stats on that. So it's medium armor, plus four AC, max dex of plus three, armor check penalty minus two. Ooh, uh, medium armor. It might not sound all that great, plus four armor, max dex plus three, armor check penalty minus two, but it's got a super cool feature where you can don it as a move action. Ooh. Most armor huh. requires like at least a full round. like five five rounds usually, but this you can just like you just literally throw it over yourself like a coat. Then he has a light steel shield. <gasps> Uh, light crossbow with ten bolts, and the bolts are poisoned with black adder venom. You call this poison? <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a plus one keen falcata. It's basically a sword. Keen is, uh, increases the crit range, crit. correct? Yep. It does. And falcatas, I think, exactly. already have a 19 to 20, or maybe even 18 to 20. There, it's. I think it's an exotic sword. Yeah, I think so too. So the Falcata is a 19 to 20 crit range with a times 3 crit modifier. Oh, that's pretty gross. So So a Keen is a 17 to 20 times 3 crit weapon. Damn. That's that's pretty unique, I think, as far as weapons go, to have that big of a crit range and also times 3. Yeah, because I thought every other weapon, if it was more than times 2, it had to be a natural 20. I didn't realize there was one with a a different... it is but an exotic also, weapon. It's exotic, so that's it's, what makes it. Yeah, so it's fancy. tough to use unless you're almost built to use it. I'll store that in the memory bank for the next character to design. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, what you guys gonna do now? That message in the parrot was never signed by anyone, right? It was not. It actually cut short, that's implying what I that the Th- there was disaster, <laughs> some sort of ill. Do we know exactly what occurrence it said befell him? Oh, it did have a name. The, the note says, please, if someone finds this note, my name is Lyat Merks, and I've been press-ganged onto a pirate crew. They forced me to help them raid ships, kill sailors, and other awful crimes. This ship is a Drekker, and the captain is a terrible hobgoblin named Gordas Svard. Our ship normally <laughs> patrols the northern... And it cuts off. Yeah, so that's what it says. In the meantime, what I'm going to do is um, make sure I have the parrot, the mechanical parrot, on my shoulder... As I'm kind of surveying our new conquest, so I've I'm gonna direct my crew to start, you know, looting everything, like loading up our ship with everything from both ships. Okay. Um, especially the big you. guns. Yeah, especially that that nice new catapult. I'm just admiring it as it just kind of like strolls past me. <laughs> yes. To the crew of the. Like the was it like a fishing trawler or something that we came across? A Sargaven galleon, a galleon. sea shanty, okay, is what it's called. All right. So to the crew of the the sea shanty, I address them and I ask, uh, "All right, where is your captain?" They kind of exchange some glances and then look back to you and don't look super happy. One of the sailors pipes up and he's like, uh, "Halfway down to the the seafloor at this point, sir." Uh- I see. And uh, first mate, same thing? Yeah. I walk up to the sailor that's talking, and I extend my hand. He holds out a very shaky hand. I grasp it firmly, give it a shake, and congratulations, you've been promoted. Yes, oh. I love. I want that to be the boss whole catchphrase <laughs> thing. <laughs> to every ship, we must kill the captain, the first mate, so Devoth can go over, shake somebody's <laughs> hand, and say, you have been promoted. <laughs> and uh, I tell him, 
it seems you've been, uh, I wouldn't exactly call it lucky, but uh, you're luckier than you would have been if we hadn't shown up. This uh, particular pirate crew that was stealing your stuff, they probably would have murdered you all and taken your ship. Me, I'm only going to take your stuff. He, uh, He's going to murder you all. <laughs> Point to shield. <laughs> shield points to mast in turn. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 we all mast know. Mast in turn points to the parrot. Parrot points to the new captain. New captain turns to the rest of the crew with a manic grin on his face. Congratulations, you just got promoted. (laughs) (laughs) So the new captain says, well, um, I have no problems with that. Let us know if you need any help. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Your job from here is going to be to uh, spread the word of the Dread Pirate, the Voth, and the crew of the Mascador, and I motion to my ship. You motioned directly over the ship that was taking him over yeah. to your ship. <laughs> Never mind this bullshit. Yeah. Like. He says, yep, yep, yes, yes, sir, I will do that. I will not call the sea shanty for nothing. Am I right, am I, am I right boys? Everyone's like, eh. Yes. It sucks being pirated. <laughs> yes, well, now that you've, uh, you know who saved your life while still being excellent pirates... <laughs> Once we have finished emptying your hold, you may take your leave. And I kind of leave a couple crew members there to supervise the, you know, finish getting everything off. All right, now listen up, you bitches. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Mass Shield can stay and supervise. <laughs> I start nudging them along with my shields, make sure they do good work. And I'll head over to Gordas Vard's ship. The Devil's Pallor. The Devil's Pallor. All right, you get there. I would have stayed on that ship. So yeah, by oh, whoever the first mate is, I would have been staying by them. Keeping an eye. So you're on the Devil's Pallor, mm-hmm. keeping an eye out? Someone's Nick. gotta watch your shit. <laughs> Alright. So I walk up to Manny and the now acting captain of the Devil's Pallor. Mm-hmm. Do it! Uh, do it! Do it! <laughs> <laughs> Stick your hand out! <laughs> I'll find this specific person who didn't want to be the pirate in the first place. <laughs> Tell me he's captain. I walk up to the guy. I go, "What's your name, sailor?" the the, the name The name's Sam. S- Sam Toppins. <laughs> yeah, we ran out of names. <laughs> we had to recycle. Can't think of anymore. <laughs> Sam, you're alive. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Uh, S- Sam Sam took to not nice to be alive. It is a good day to be alive. I put my hands on my hips and kind of look off into the distance for a second. Quick break here. Did we ever... We never actually decided what do we want to do with this crew? Do we want to, like, maybe, like, take some of this crew onto our ship and put some of ours on here to sail it somewhere? Do we well, want to just sell this ship off for profit? Or do we want to, like, go and I, get it squibbed? I think right now... It sounds like the most important thing for us to be effective pirates is to get the mark, right? So, I think when we come into situations like this, our goal should be what's going to give us the best lore to obtain that mark. I think we need to, like, basically murder this boat down to the bare minimum that can sail it back so then they can regale of how the mighty Devoth and the Mascador overtook not only their boat but a second boat at the same time. Like that feels like big lore, right? We took yeah, two drive boats it into at the once. harbor. How are, how many people are on that boat? The, there's only 85 pirates on that ship. <laughs> Dude, that's what I've played. But he, hold on. Pirates. Think what? about it. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm re- you want to get your now. name out there fast, quick and hard. Like we didn't take on crew. There's 85. We let 10 go. You don't think that story is going to spread fast? It's, like, pretty ruthless, and it's pretty out of character for, like, Devoth. Even Manny's not, like, really down with just blood killing, but, like... Yeah, I'm definitely not so much on with the unmitigated murder. I'm, I'm not, not saying... afraid of killing someone for minor infractions, but just right. for being the crew on a ship that I took over, that's not a capital I'm not, offense. I'm not abdicating this idea in every scenario where we're like, all right, what do we do with these people? But it just seems like this was a very unique circumstance where, like, how often, like Axel said, typically when someone's attacking another boat, rule of thumb is you stay away. Like, I mean, this kind of puts it out there like, yo, don't fuck with the Mascador. See, I don't know. I, I like that, but I feel like the, I feel like it's unnecessary to do that with the killing. Like, why not maim? 
<laughs> hey, listen, we all know I'm behind that. I'll start taking le- hands and feet left and right. You can um, even, don't tie him up, let him run. It'll be even f- more fun. My thinking is, I still like, I like the idea of taking enough of their crew to kind of ensure complicity and sailing both ships back to Blood Cove. I feel like sailing into Blood Cove, which is technically in the Fever Sea, not the Shackles, correct? Correct. So I would assume the Devil's Pallor is pretty well known in Blood Cove. Probably. Alright, I think I see where you're going with this. So if like if we essentially sail both of these ships into Blood Cove, either just walk in saying, Yeah, that's right, the Devil's Pallor is mine, who wants to buy it? Or like Okay, I like that idea. That feels yeah, pretty that, lore worthy. Like if you just badass. literally <laughs> I have this image of you standing on the stern of the uh, or the bow of the Devil's Promise and it's just like running up the dock as you're standing up there all like majestic. He, like, comes to a halt, and you just drop down onto dry land, like, who would like to buy this boat? All right, so then the next issue is, obviously, Axel heard all this, and he's not just going to sit there and let us, like, you know, sail this in all easy-peasy. So how do we ensure that we don't lose control? we haven't really had anything else affecting us this whole time. Like, we had the random Sahuagin issue where they were kind of, like, attacking us. I know know what you're saying. Just their crew. But, again, it... The way it seems, like, the crew doesn't seem, for any ship, doesn't seem particularly noteworthy. They're just kind of nameless bodies to make the ship function. Okay. Unless we ask for a name. So, like, I get the feeling that, like, as long as we have, like, a bit of an exchange of prisoners here, like, it'll, with a hefty a dose of intimidation, you we said there was ensure complicity. 85 pirates on the other one? Yeah. So... Is it a larger boat than us? Because, like, could, could we essentially sail both boats with just our crew? So if we took all of the Devil's Promises crew, tied them up, could we operate both boats, even if it wasn't optimal? Because I know there's, like, a certain number you need, right? Yeah. I think you need at least half crew to even What go type anywhere. of boat do they have? Is it, when the, is it a rowing boat? It's a warship, and that requires a crew of 60. So, no, you would not be able to pilot this ship with just members of your crew, even if you left the Mascador behind. Alright, cool. I was, I was just making sure, like, we weren't, like, just gonna run into those situations where, like, Axel's like, okay, yeah, it's a great plan. Here's the thing. They're just not gonna willingly sail themselves in to get sold. I mean, really, all I want to do is I want to put, like, maybe, like, ten people from our crew, including, like, Sandera and Mahim, and probably Manny, to supervise this other ship and like take maybe 10 to 15 of their like I would high ranking crew like their officers bring them onto our ship to work I and mean look, look at it this way when you guys were on the Wormwood and you captured the man's promise now the Mascador this exact same thing happened and look what happened but the Wormwood Sailors. also didn't come with us. Exactly. Right, but... My thing is, like, we're essentially so going to be gonna... accompanying them back. So, like, if something happens, we're going to be right there to essentially reboard and fuck their shit up. I don't want to waste too much time on this. I'm just kind of... Look, uh, even, if okay, they're first, okay. even if they're first level characters, there's 80 of them. So that means on the enemy's turn, I'd be rolling 80 d20s, and there's a 5% chance to hit. So that means... I guess I'll tell you right now, like... Devoth isn't at a point in his piratical career where he can just announce to a ship of 80 people, you're going to listen to this guy now. Right. right. Even, kinda, yeah, even okay. with himself sailing next to that ship, and they're all going to be like, okay. Right. And like, all right, well, what's going to happen is they're going to pick their moment, they're going to mutiny. Will it kill all the Mascador crew on that ship? I don't know, but do I want to go through a combat with 80 NPCs? <laughs> Absolutely not. I kind of wanted though, because you know how great that would be for me. <laughs> Full right in action, boom, 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 boom. You're dead. Like just one, 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 one. Okay, you guys line up for me. <laughs> now, yeah, now we're, we're just talking about okay, murdering great. the crew. And now you have an empty ship that you can no longer sail into port. See, my well, idea was the right idea. We kill all well, of them except for just enough for them to sail back. I don't like saying that you can't do something, but I guess what I'm really getting at is. This is something that I absolutely that you guys absolutely can do eventually, but not right. I now. think right. maybe you should be thinking a little smaller for right. now. All right, how about this? We damage their boat in a manner in which means they have to go into Blood Cove to get it fixed. It may not necessarily sink it right away. 
We take their sales down and we replace it with a mass sale. They have to gimp in the blood cove and all the way there, all you can see is our marking on their sales. Well, actually, let's, yeah, let's sabotage their ship to the point where they have to go and get it fixed. And yeah, mark it as ours. And we're sailors, so we should be able to know that. Right. Right. You guys have an extra mask sale laying around? Well, all we'd have, we have to do paint is paint. And, and we've got a lot of bodies here. Like, we could always, like, paint Drape them blood up. if we had oh, to. Oh, I like that. But I want that the to Voth, be my you thing. bastard. <laughs> right. Such a cool idea. I'm, I'm oh, all aboard the cool idea. I'm okay with this route. It's basically what you guys wanted to do, but it's done in a way where... It would be realistic. It, yeah, I can get behind this. So what do we need? How much blood do we need? Like ten bodies worth? <laughs> let's see if we can find like let's, have, let's throw a lottery before we get before we get this thing started. <laughs> straws. You pick one of seventy five straws. <laughs> let's see if we can find like some paint or something. We had a whole bunch of plunder. Maybe there's yeah. some kind of dye or paint or something we can use to. I mean, to, their sales are white, correct? I think in general, sales say. are white, right? So this, yeah. like, this I would I would assume, unless stated otherwise, that sales are white. I mean, I'm sure, like, it might not look pretty, but like, I'm sure most ships have something to like. We got we got to touch this up, or it might not even be paint. Like, it could be like tar or something. It like could be that. tar yeah, or like great. lacquer or something that yeah. you use to like finish wood or something. You just use that as paint. Does does the Devil's Pallor have a figurehead? If it does, I vote for we break the figurehead. No, it if it has a figurehead, say if it has a figurehead, I'm putting a mask on the figurehead, like a physical Ooh, mask yeah. on the figurehead. Oh, this is perfect, and this is how we spread our legend. Because if you see sails with masks on it, like you either it's either us coming or you're about to. We just left. Yeah, so we we just I make them take down their own mainsail and <laughs> yes. paint a mask on it and put it back. You stand there. Like posing for a portrait while they paint onto the big <laughs> canvas. I love yeah. I want to make sure that this ship has no siege engines on it. It doesn't. Okay. It had a catapult, and you guys took it. It just had the okay. So what I'm gonna do now is I'll have uh, have Aaron Ivy come over and just like hobble their ship so that it you know so that it has to go to port. Like he's the carpenter. I trust him to do that. I got. As he's doing that, I'm going to address that crew. Actually, while all this is going on, too, like, while they're painting the sail and we're looting the ship and everything, I'm going to write out a little note that says, I found your parrot, put it in the parrot, and tell it to go find Layet Mercs. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Are you going to leave any further instructions on it, or? No, I'm just going to follow the parrot. Oh, okay. Is this happening before Aaron Ivy does his thing? Yes. Okay. Uh, you put the note in the parrot, and the parrot flies over to the Devil's Pallor. It lands on... A bearded man who's just kind of milling about the crowd. Well, have have you guys like restrained the Devil's Pallor crew at all, or like? I would say we've got them like corralled on the main deck, and like we've got guards on them, but they're not tied up. Okay, yeah. So the parrot just goes and he lands on the head of a bearded man, who uh, picks up the parrot and looks at it, kind of shocked look on his face, and he uh, opens up the chest compartment and reads the note. Seeing where the parrot lands, I'll just call out like, "Liet Marks." He looks come up. here. He like ducks underneath the crowd and emerges next to Sandara, whoever's one of the people corralling everybody in. Okay. He walks over to you. You found my bird. I reach out and grab it off its head, put it back on my shoulder. Oh. You mean my bird? Oh. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. Well, uh, glad he found you. I would love a ride to Blood Cove if. Uh, if you'd have me. Well, lucky for you, that's uh, that's where you're going. Okay. Uh, is there anything I can do to, re- to repay you? Hey, welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. Uh, we had a minor audio snafu. It is fixed. The last thing you likely heard was Devoth talking to Lyat Mertz. Lyat Mertz wants to go back to Blood Cove. He's hitching a ride on the Mascador, and he's super happy about it. And go. So, with the Lyat Mertz thing taken care of, I'm going to address the rest of the crew of the Devil's Pallor. I just turn to them as they're assumed gathered and under guard, and just go, Listen up, swabs. As I'm sure you've already noticed, you are now under the dominion of myself. 
Captain Devoth Songcleaver of the Mascador, and I gesture to our ship. Right now, I have an associate downstairs, or down in the hold, who is uh, in the process of making a few modifications to your ship. Modifications that are going to make it nearly impossible for you to go just about anywhere. You're going to want to go to port to get that fixed. So, what we're going to do is we are going to escort you there, out of the goodness of our hearts. You are going to sail for Blood Cove, and we shall accompany you to make sure that uh, you don't run afoul of any pirates. Be aware that your ship is not going to be able to sail nearly as fast as you might normally, and we are going to have our catapults and ballista trained on you at all times. If you try to run, if you try to escape, if you try to attack us, we will sink you and kill you all. So, uh, yeah, have fun with that, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see you in Blood Cove. Uh, nobody looks super happy about that. I wouldn't think so. Should I do, like, an intimidation or a diplomacy or something? Uh, yes. Intimidate? Yes. Shit. <laughs> That's a 15. Some assistance would be nice. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I rolled a 2, by the way, so. What's your intimidate? Plus 4. Okay, so that didn't do it. Uh, 13. So that's another plus two. Manny, how about you? I got an 18 on the dice to assist. Okay, so that's a total of a 19 intimidate. All right. And under the circumstances, uh, they're not really inclined to test you, but yeah, you see a lot of them are giving you the glare, like, oh, if, if we could. If you, didn't, if you didn't have us by the by the balls, then you'd see. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, you guys begin your trip to Blood Cove. Yep. Now, so you guys have... A uh, fairly uneventful trip to Blood Cove. That's nice. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. So, you begin your trip to Blood Cove. You sail towards the Slithering Coast. You're going much farther east than Rickety Squibs. Enter a very, uh, a very long and narrow bay. As the land masses to your port and starboard grow closer and closer together, you finally get to the, to the end of the bay where uh, the two land masses meet, and you see a massive tree in the water. Uh, no, you're approaching. You're approaching the coast. Like you, you've had the coast on either side of you now for about a day. Okay, because uh, you're in like a like a long narrow bay, and the farther in you get, the the narrower it gets. The closer the two land masses get to you, and then they meet. And where they meet is the massive tree, gargantuan mangrove tree which are found only along the Milwaukee coast. The whole city of Blood Cove is perched atop the boardwalks and scaffolding that are built into this mangrove tree. That's yes. pretty cool. The tree's branches are strong and thick enough to support buildings, to give you a, a scale of how big this tree is. Yeah, that's a, that's a big tree. Yeah. Way bigger than I thought it was. Through like the branches and the negative space... Of this tree, you can see through to the other side where the Vanji River feeds into the bay that you're in. The Vanji River has copper-rich waters, which stains the bay red, which is actually where the city gets its name. Makes sense. So, you approach Blood Cove, and there's plenty of places to dock. A very busy city. I'll, I'll have, like, signals for the... Uh... Devil's Pallor to go dock first, and I'll make sure we dock, like, right near it. Okay. So you do that, and uh, they dock. As <laughs> soon as they dock, they lower their sails. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave, like, maybe, like, five or six sailors on board the Mascador just to keep things running and make sure it's, like, you know, keep watch or whatever. Mm. And I'll take the rest of the crew back, like, over to the Devil's Pallor. So they've, they docked before you did. So as soon as they've docked... Uh, they're lowering their sails and like they're like getting off the ship. Like the entire crew is leaving. Yes, they're not moving slowly. Like they're not like we're all gonna die. Like sprinting away from the docks, but like they're glad they're they're, they're being like expeditive about what they're doing. I'm going to just lead my crew right up to their ship and like mm-hmm. up the gangplank right up on on deck. Okay. For the most part, everyone's just gone. So like the ship is empty. Yeah. Is the sail with the mask on it still on the ship? Yep. Just, okay. And I tell my crew to hoist the sail back up. <laughs> yes. All right. The sail is hoisted back up. 
you know what? Could I leave, like, could I have just, like, the 20 people on the ship, like, from my crew, just kind of, like, pull it back out into the bay and drop anchor? Like, they're not, <laughs> I, like, I'm not having them sail and, like, leave. Mm-hmm. Just, like, undo all the work they just did. Yeah, just undo it and, like, just, just kind of, like, drift back out into the bay and drop anchor and wait there. That's doable. I have them do that. I'll leave Sandera with that crew in the bay and have her wait for further orders. I will send Mahim and the rest of the crew back to the Mascador to keep watch there. And myself, Manny, Scram, and S.H.I.E.L.D. head into the city. Everybody that you select to go on that ship is, like, very unhappy about it. Oh, because they're, like, the first short leave in a while. They're, like, but they're, like, just, like, like, just, like, reaching out to Blood (laughs) Cove, like... It's Blood Cove, like, do you know how many vices are in Blood Cove? <laughs> I will give them all assurances that they will have enough time to satisfy their vices. I just, we need business first. <laughs> we work before we play. Alright, so I'm going to, uh, the party is going to head into town to find somebody that wants to buy a big ship. As you are making your way down the dock, the uh, Devil's Pallor is sailing back out into the bay you hear a loud explosion the good kind or the bad from which direction those sons of bitches you turn around and (laughs) those sons of bitches the devil's pallor is lilting to the side and it looks like it's taking on water i start sprinting back towards the mascador like shouting orders to get longboats in the water they're following your orders. Like, everyone's working double time. On the Devil's Pallor, they're lowering their own lo- uh, long boats. I'm gonna be on one of those long boats. Oh, me too. You get there. The ship's not sinking, like, super fast, but the plan was to make the ship unsellable. A.K.A. the GM didn't want us to have this much money. Yep. A.K.A. those <laughs> <I> bastards. Mean... <laughs> Look, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> that would have been a lot of money to hand to uh, four fifth level characters. Warships cost 25,000 gold pieces. Yeah. Okay, so now what um, do you guys do? Well, once everyone's off the ship, did we lose anyone in that? Did the explosion, like, kill anyone? No, it was, uh, it was below decks. Everybody was, everybody was up top trying to sail this damn thing. Okay. <laughs> After Aaron Ivy sabotaged it and it fucking crew of 30 people and there's like 10 of them once everyone is off the ship and you know we've got everyone i'm going to turn to scram i assume he's in like the boat next to me or something and just tell him like hit that thing with uh something flashy and loud and destructive something flashy loud and destructive sounds like a lightning bolt yeah so uh i shoot up a lightning bolt uh straight from it and then color spray right at the very top of the mast. Okay. You make a, a loud, destructive, obnoxious display. As we're taking the long ships back to the dock, I'm just gonna be like, George Washington crossing the Delaware pose at the front of my long ship, just like, coming in like, that's right, I meant to do that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Meeting you back at the docks are quite a few guards. City guards. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and among them uh, is someone who looks like they're in charge. He shouts, Who's in charge here? That would be me. You want to explain yourself? Did you recognize that ship, sir? No. I heard an explosion, brought my guards to the docks in time to see an even bigger explosion. So no, I didn't recognize the ship. Alright, well, do you know the name Gortus Svard? Captain of the Devil's Palace. Heard of him? Well, you can forget about him. <laughs> that was the Devil's Pallor. You're attacking ships at Blood Cove? Oh no, we attacked that ship three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I brought that here to send a message that there's a new captain in town. Not and Vargas. who might that be? That would be me, Captain Devoth Songcleaver. Can I give Ooh. a rousing? Yeah! <laughs> like you I- already did. I try to hype him up a little bit. <laughs> I don't want the, you know, George Washington wasn't on the front of the boat with people not behind him going, Yeah, George! George number one! Pretty sure it was like a very somber moment. Yeah. Washington rules! And the people behind him were like, <laughs> rowing. Captain of the Guard kind of chuckles and he's like, Well, I know Blood Cove can be a rowdy place, but uh, why don't you uh, resist the urge to sink any more ships right in our harbor while you're here? I can do that. Well, welcome to Blood Cove, you know. Devoth in the building! Just don't kill anyone while you're here. 
Unless they deserve it. The credo I like to live by. Don't kill anybody unless they deserve it. Alright, so the the guards disperse. Tell a bunch of onlookers to move along. Alright, you guys are in Blood Cove. You don't have a warship to sell, but uh, here we you got are. got some plunder. You got some plunder. You got a bunch of stuff to do in Blood Cove. What are you guys going to do first? I want to go about selling the plunder first and foremost. Because... Big swing and dick, walk into port, blow up a ship, sell the plunder. <laughs> it's well, a very good formula (laughs) that and we've got you know a decent sized crew right now and i figure they should get paid if they're gonna have a few days of shore leave in blood cove Mm, true so first things first we'll we'll get paid and then we'll go from there all right so blood cove is a small city uh that means each point of plunder you sell uh is gonna be worth 800 gold now you can make a bluff diplomacy or intimidate check to up that. Alright. Roll to assist, gentlemen. 13. 14. Nice. nice. I got a 10 on the dot. Nice. So that is a plus 6 to my intimidation. So, so I, I, it's, you can only it's, do it's, 1 point per day. It's, oh wow, 1 point per day. Alright. Alright, well. Alright, so what are you getting for an assist? Did all three of the, All three pass. All three pass, so. Uh, I'm gonna take, I'll take one point away right away to pay the crew, and this will be to sell the first bit of plunder. Uh, and this is an intimidate check at a grand total of a plus 19 after the assist. Woo! And that's a 17 on the die for a total of 36. Alright. Oh, oh, give us the money. So you maxed out that plunder sale, and you got 900 gold. How much plunder do you have left? After the one for the crew and that one, we have five points of plunder remaining. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll set up, like, a watch rotation on the Mascador so that, you know, people can spend the night doing what they want in town. And I'll have the officers spend the first night on the ship and on watch so that the crew can have their, their fun in town. Mm-hmm. And then starting the next day, I'll have them start their rotation on watch while we're continually selling stuff and spending doing what we have to do in time. Is anyone staying with the ship during the day? Yeah, like, the the four of us will go around town and I'll leave, like, you know, the other officers on the ship for now. Like, we'll have a constant presence on the ship as as a watch. And now that we've sold our first thing of plunder, we should probably go and uh, we should go talk to uh, Price's employers, see about getting him as a permanent fixture on our crew. Before you do that, uh, Lyat Mercs approaches you. Okay. You've been at it for a day selling your plunder. Uh, you figured he was just like, you know, he just he fucked was, off. Yeah. So Lyat Mercs finds you. He walks up to Captain Leboff and he says, I, I, I just chartered a boat to take me up the Vanji River to get back to my home. But before I left, I wanted to give you this. I had a, uh, I had a lockbox saved here at, at Blood Cove. And this is one of the things in it. I feel like it's the least I can do. And he hands you, uh, looks like, uh, like an origami bird. I look a little skeptical, like, okay, he's handing me a fucking paper bird. But I'll be gracious about it. I know it just looks like a piece of paper, but it's actually, uh, a whistle. And if you blow it anywhere in, like, the Fever Sea or the Shackles, there's a ship called the Forceful Arakei. They specialize in entertainment or information. That's pretty fancy. Anything like that. They'll hear the whistle and come find you. Uh, it's just good for one for one whistle, but you can usually buy more uh, on their ship. So it's like a float... It's like a whistle that, like, summons a pleasure boat for one night type of thing. <laughs> that would be great for if we need, uh... Like, uh, we're hiding and we need a distraction. Just blow a whistle no one else can hear. <laughs> this boat comes up. It gets was them. destroyed. <laughs> we swoop in. <laughs> we won't need to buy another one. He like like looks you up and down. He kind of gestures. He's like, "You guys are pirates. I get it. You don't want to bother this boat because they've got a lot of friends and contacts through their business that would be very upset if anything happened to them." Uh, just letting you know. I mean. If you guys end up doing that, that's it's your prerogative. I appreciate it, and and thank you for this gift. I You're hope welcome. you find your way home safely. Me too. All right, so then uh, you go and find Price. You find Price, getting his drink on. Oh. So 
when I find him, I'll just kind of like pull up a chair and sit down next to him. Like, evening price. Why don't you join me for for uh, for a drink? Uh, don't mind if I do. He orders you a a brew. So this uh, the end of the line for me, uh, or it could be the beginning of of something new. Indeed, I was hoping we could uh, get that taken care of. Before we go, I feel I should tell you something about my employer, Shichiro. He's not a generous man, and he's quick to smell a rat. Uh, That's are... a good thing I am not the rat, then. <laughs> these are qualities I happen to admire, but in this case, we must be cautious, even delicate. I was... He kind of, like, scowls for a second, takes, like, a, a long drink from his mug. I was born a slave to the Aspis Consortium. So I'm now free on paper, working for the consortium as a fur trader. I'm no closer to living my own life than I was as a child, and Shichiro does not relinquish his belongings unless there's a great benefit in it for him. I intend to buy myself out of the contracts that binds me to the consortium. It's a language Shichiro understands and respects. He may still not budge, though, and if he does not, things may get messy. I have never personally crossed weapons with Shichiro, but I've seen what happens to those who have. I don't consider myself a master swordsman by any length, but I'd still dare to call myself a proficient one. That said, better men than I have been crushed by his club, and I intend to remain uncrushed. I'm loath to admit it, but he does scare me a little. Shichiro aside, the entire Aspis Consortium Blood Cove chapter will come down on us if he gives them reason. So worst case scenario, well... Worst case scenario, we all die horribly, so... Third or fourth worst case scenario, we may need to leave Blood Cove in a hurry. In the meantime, Shichiro fancies himself to be practically royalty, and responds best when treated as such. Especially if Zivan redressing him likewise carries himself and speaks like royalty. I don't know when you want to do this, but you may want to plan accordingly. Does he not um, know who he's talking to? Devoth thinks he's the king of kings. The king of winging it. <laughs> and if he was paying attention to me at all, he would have noticed my face darken visibly at the mention of effectively still being a slave to the consortium. Mm. Yeah, this should be fun. God damn it. When Devoth gets emotionally <laughs> invested, it's not good for anybody, because he just goes into kill-or-die mode. Yeah, so it's a good thing I got the crimson mask back in me. I was gonna say I like start polishing up my iron <laughs> sights. They're gonna get a workout. Uh, so yeah, I'll tell him like, do not worry, Price. One way or another, you shall be free of this contract, and you shall leave with us if that is your wish. I have had my own brush with slavery on several occasions, and it is not something I would wish on anybody, and it is not something that I shall allow in someone who I have come to see as a friend. I wonder, the boss. If I leave Blood Cove with the Aspis Consortium on my heels and sail away a free man on the Mascador only to need to sleep with one eye open, fearful of the Consortium finding me, would I really be free? Well, freedom is the ability to make that decision for yourself. If we can get you out of this contract and you still do not feel free, then whether the Consortium chases us or not, the problem then lies with you. Well, you're right about that, Devos. I don't have much experience as a free man. Maybe when this is all over, I will. That's the idea. Well, I say we, uh, we've still got quite a bit of stuff to sell, so why don't we take a couple more days here in port? We'll sell off a bit more, and then we shall set sail after free. Yes, give us a couple more days to get some more some of our affairs in order, and then we will deal with the consortium and head out. Very well. That will give me time to, uh, to perfect my sales pitch. Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do an, uh, an infamy check. Well, you're already in a, uh, you're already in a bar. Yeah. So um, I'll start here. Start spreading the story of how we, uh, took out Gordas Fard and sunk his ship in the harbor. Alright, so I guess I'm gonna make my intimidate check to, uh, increase infamy. Uh, it's DC 15 plus APL times 2, so it's a DC 25, because our average party level is 5, double that is. Yep. Okay. So, intimidate. Uh, 17. Uh, <laughs> so you start talking about this ship that you sank, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sunk a ship in the Fever Sea. 
Everyone and their mother's done that. You don't seem to impress anybody. Those bastards. Yeah. But that's okay because... We're going to find him afterwards. <laughs> oh. Before we leave also, I know Price gave me that one egg that, like, the was it the goblin eggs or something he was having me hold on to for him? Yeah. I want to ask him if he knows of anyone trustworthy in Blood Cove that could identify that that weird egg that we got mm. that we can't get wet. And they're boggered. It's not goblin eggs. Are they boggered egg? You're asking Price if he knows any like specialists that might be able to identify that egg? Yeah, like someone that, that he trusts not to be a douche about it. Like uh, trying to steal it or whatever. He says, well, most of my contacts are through the consortium, but if you're willing to uh, pay some, some gold, they are, they are fair enough in, in their dealings to get something appraised or identified. He gives you a couple names of, of somebody that might be able to identify like exotic okay. animals and eggs. Alright, so the the following day, unless anyone else has something they need to do tonight in-game. I need to get Sandera to masterwork my musket. Alright, so you go and find Sandera, and she says, you're going to need to, to buy some, some reagents for the ritual. Yeah, she like she gives you like a short list of like incenses and oils and shit that you need to buy it totals to 300 gold pieces i do it she says uh we should be able to uh to do that for you tomorrow i don't have that uh particular spell prepared today all right we go to bed go to bed you guys wake up the next day for day two why don't we uh why don't we try and sell one more point of plunder first and then we'll go and get the egg identified all right so I need assist checks from everybody, please. Fifteen. Eight. Twelve. Alright, so I'm at a plus four for a total of plus seventeen to my intimidate. That's uh, going to be a grand total of twenty-seven. Alright, so you didn't quite cap out, but uh, you'll be able to sell your point of plunder for seven hundred gold instead of eight hundred, right? No, eight hundred instead of nine hundred. <laughs> eight fifty instead of nine hundred. It's because I had the twenty. Hit the 20 cap, but not the 30. 850 gold is what you sell that point of plunder for. To be fair, at this point, that's going to be like the bare minimum here, because, well, depending on how much assistance I get from you guys, but it's going to be hard for me to not hit a 20 on a lot of these checks. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we've sold two points of plunder so far. We have four remaining, and we have made 1,750 gold. All right, so I gather people together to come with me to meet one of Price's contacts to get this egg identified. Do you assemble right. the A-team, which includes someone like me, S.H.I.E.L.D.? Well, I assemble the A-plus team, and I allow S.H.I.E.L.D. to tag along. Yes! Oh. Now, just for for future, like, if you guys, you know, decide you want to, like, go off and do your own thing in the city, like, you can... Oh, I'll be doing like, my own thing in the city. All right. Yeah, I got a couple. But for now... Yeah, I, I mean, I was going to say, the only person I really, really want with me here is Scram, the for, the, Scram for the Knowledges. All right. But I figure the way, what we went through to get this egg, you should all be here for it to find out what it is. So, yeah, we go to Price's Contact to figure out what the hell this thing is. To get something identified or praised, it'll cost you 50 gold uh, plus... 10% of the final value if you decide to sell it through the Asmus Consortium. Okay. okay. Uh, anyone, does anyone mind if I take that out of the 850 that we just got? No. Nope. Um, but yeah, okay. So now we've made 1700 but we're going to get this thing identified. So you hand him the lockbox, he opens it, and he's looking at the egg, he reaches in, he picks it up, he's got like gloves on his hands. Like, very I was right. going to say, I'm about to stop this dude. He's like, looking at it, like rotating it, putting it under lights. Now the egg is, it's not exactly like a chicken egg. It's like a lot more spherical. Mm -hmm. When he's done, and he's, he's got like a very like unreadable expression on his face the whole time. He's like just concentrating on the egg. He puts the egg back in the box and closes it and locks it. And he looks at you all and he says, where did you get this? I look over at the vault. That is not what we pay you for. He says, this is Gargolabo. Gargolabo? 
Anyone who wants to can make a knowledge arcana or history check. Twelve. One. Nineteen. That's a twenty-one. You've heard of the tale of the snare of the Isle Beater in like some obscure scholar's journal that you read briefly in uh, Captain Cork's library. Scholar's nice. Digest, <laughs> volume 85. The Kuru tribes of the Cannibal Isles, which is in the shackles, tell of Gargolavo, the shark that ate islands. Uh-uh. In their tales, after the shark swallowed an entire tribe, a priest of the seas managed to capture the monster in a shark egg, from which it could not escape so long as it never returned to the water. I, you kind of see Scram's face kind of go white, like, as soon as he says that, like, I look at Scram like, what, what is it? Gotta go level? Uh, uh, are, are you sure that's this? I, I kind of like, I'm still focused on this man. I, I'm like, kind of, right he, now, Captain has nothing against the Gargo Larvo or whatever. He, uh... He removes his glasses and kind of like chuckles. He's like, well, they're just stories after all. If this is just, if this is the real thing or an imitation that further study it to know for sure, if it was ever real in the first place, I won't pretend to know for sure. There is one way to find out for sure. And he kind of winks at you. Uh, But I don't think any of us want to do that. Uh, he He turns to the, to those of you who haven't been informed yet. And he says, Gargolavo is said to be a historically massive shark who ate everything in his path. Can he be commanded? I wouldn't imagine so, or else the sea priest who captured him in the egg probably would have resorted to that instead. This is an old story. The Kuru tribes of the Shackles, uh, half of them are insane. Who's to say if this story is true or not? I tell him exactly, like how we found it, like, how we found that shipwreck, and, like, the man just kind of, like, shaking. Why? Why do you do that? Well, I, I don't know if it would help the... He's already identified it. What is it yeah. where it came from now? Also, well, I mean, I don't know if it would help out the confirmation. Let, let the captain fucking drive the boat, buddy. My face, like, Scram's face is pure white. He is <laughs> yeah, not at all... He is not at all, like... Scared your composer it. right out of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, so Scram explains the whole situation on the ship. Can I make where a... all our treasures buried? And... Can I make a <laughs> reflex save to uh, cover his mouth when he starts to do that? I, mean, I don't think you need to make a reflex save. It'd be a semi-lengthy explanation, so I'm sure anyone can interrupt him at any point. Yeah, it'd just be like, hey, 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 Scram! Whoa, whoa, whoa stop, stop, stop! What are you doing? Be cool. <laughs> Nobody asked where how we got that. Like, it's, uh... I did. Well, he did ask how yeah, we got yeah, it, and yeah, I yeah, told yeah. him that's, like I said, that's not what we pay you for. A, a nobody <laughs> asked where how we got that. I don't actually uh... say a nobody. <laughs> I just would ignore him saying he asked. Well, after that, I'll I'll turn to the guy and just be kind of... I kind of get the idea that this thing is like, if it is what he thinks it is, this is going to be super rare. Mm. So, like, trying to be nonchalant, but like, Really, just you can almost see the dollar signs in Devoth's eyes. So I just uh, so so uh, so how much would uh, something like this go for? An item of this rarity and uniqueness could fetch a high price from the right buyer. Whether or not the buyer would need to believe that this is real, whether or not it is isn't always as important. How much you'd be uh, able to get for it, can't say. It's not exactly precedented market value. As you may or may not know, he kind of uh, gestures to his his store, and he says, the Aspis Consortium is very well uh, widespread throughout the inner sea. We have many contacts, many buyers. You can leave it with me, and I can spread the word around, uh, contact some more well-informed individuals, and see what we can do about it or you can try to sell it on your own if you left it with us of course we would take a 10% commission on the final price oh of course of course this guy sounds like the uh, pawn stars guy <laughs> hey leave it with me I'll call one of my buddy <laughs> <laughs> so I got a guy for you yeah I think we will uh, 
we will hold on to it for now and we'll figure out what we want to do with it. But we will keep you in mind. Obviously, you are going to have contacts that we don't, so we'll see how it plays out. He gives you a, a very wide, totally genuine smile. This is well. I wish you all the luck finding a buyer that you're happy with. Uh, 20 cents motive. Hold on. Mainly, I'm trying to figure out, like, is he just being, like, smarmy and being like, you'll be back? Or is he like, yeah, we're going to steal that on yeah, the way yeah, back Yeah, that's what I'm going to get that bag. <laughs> <laughs> 20. Yeah, he, uh, he, he's, he's being smarmy. Like, he's like, okay, you're going to find a buyer for this one-of-a-kind thing in Blood Cove. Yeah. Where yeah. the Asps Consortium's arms stretch over, like, the entire civilized world. Right. And uh, you're going to find a buyer. Okay. I wish you luck. I like how he assumes we were going to try and sell it in Blood Cove. Right. <laughs> or even sell it at all. Yeah, right? This is, like, our ace in the hole. That's, like, oh, you're right? going gonna to take down my ship? Fuck you. <laughs> my giant shark. In the ocean. Like, they nuke to have in your back pocket. <laughs> yep. The nuclear football is just literally sitting on <laughs> We're not the people you want to give that to, because of course we will forsake the rest yeah. of this world for ourselves. Yeah. We will burn this world to ground with us. So we're going to need a bigger world boat. Eaten. You were talking about lore, right? The freers <laughs> of that shark? Uh, yeah. Your children's children's children will stealing of our names. They will know of the crew of the Mascador that freed. That were so stupid. <laughs> freed Gargolavo and doomed the earth. Actually, now that I yeah, now that I think about it, there would be nobody to even tell the legends. <laughs> sure, just everyone that's, you know, landlocked. Yeah. yeah. No more you literally cannot step foot in water. Beach is closed. No more ocean. <laughs> Alright. So I'm gonna take the egg, you know, take the lockbox and head back to the Mascador. And uh, hide it back in the captain's quarters, like, hide it as well as I can. So, yeah, we head back to the ship. We Are you going to take another shot at Infamy? Uh, yes. Take one more shot at this. He just holds the egg over the water and starts doing (laughs) it. Everyone pay attention to me, or else. (laughs) That one will do it. That's a 27. Hey! Yeah, if the check exceeds the DC by 5 or 10... The scores increase instead by two or three, respectively. So it just goes up by one. So our infamy is now two. Two. Yeah. Nice. Ta-ta-ta-ta. I'm too famous. Does that increase our infamy and disrepute by one? Yes. So we have two infamy and one disrepute. So, Scram, while you're walking around the, the city on your way to see what scrolls you can find, something catches your eye. A crude looking sign put up by somebody. It's a poorly drawn image but the subject is unmistakable. A dead body, standing erect, with an incutilis positioned on the corpse's head. We'll see you next week. See ya! See ya! See ya! You break your arm jerking yourself off. <laughs> he really would. Devoth loves him some Devoth. <laughs> <laughs>